what it takes to shift your thinking and open up your mind into that uh, is really what the book is about is um, people assume that to do more or to have more impact or to make more money, I'm just going to have to put in more hours. And that's the wrong connection because that's not what it's about. It's because that's linear thinking to say, if it takes me, you know, 60 hours a week to do this job and to make this much money. And if I want to do five times better, I'm going to have to work five times harder. That's not true at all. You have to do completely different things to get those kind of results. And you just have to figure out how. Welcome to Gladiatrix. I am woman and hear me roar. I'm your host, Malini Sarma. Every week, I will be speaking with women from all over the world who will be sharing their journeys, their stories about overcoming their fears and achieving great things that they thought they never could. So if you don't want to miss a story, make sure you subscribe. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the amazing, beautiful, badass women who have been guests on this show. I had a mission to travel to every country in the world, but since that didn't work out, my new mission is to speak to at least one woman from every country in the world. There are 193 countries, and I still have at least 180 to go. So, If you know of somebody who has an amazing story to tell, let me know. I'm all ears. In today's episode, we're speaking with Nikki Barua. Nikki is the co-founder and CEO of Beyond Barriers, a platform for leadership development, especially for women in the workplace. In this episode, Nikki talks of her earlier days as an entrepreneur, how life has unfolded in different ways in every decade, and her dream of wanting to influence one million women worldwide. This is her story. Hey, Nikki. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on the show because you have been the inspiration for my journey, just so you know. (laughs) So I'm really excited that you're here. I am thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, this is so fun. I'm excited. Oh, I'm, you're very welcome. I'm equally excited. <laughs> so you were born in India, the only child of your parents, mm-hmm. but you came to the U.S. much later. So what was it like growing up um, in India with you know, being an only child? What did you want to do when you wanted to grow up? Well, um, growing up in the 70s in India, you know, it was... Um, at a time when there wasn't a whole lot of exposure to global media or, you know, um, famous role models and whatnot. Uh, for anyone who knows that context, you know, there was one television channel <laughs> and not a whole lot of influence during that time. Uh, for me, one of the experiences that really shaped me early on was um, something that my dad did, that he created this collage on the inside of my closet door where he put up pictures 
of inspiring female role models from Indira Gandhi and Margaret Thatcher, Sarojini Naidu, and all of these amazing women leaders. And at the center of that collage, he put a picture of me and he sketched out my face and wrote my name and he never said a word about it to me. So he didn't say, I want you to grow up to be like them. Um, he just kept adding to those pictures. But for me, every day as I opened my closet door, I would look at that collage and I saw myself amongst those powerful female leaders. And I grew up to believe that they were my friends and I could be like them and that, you know, life is about making a difference and creating impact. And there's really nothing to stop you. So that mental Im imagery and that um, inspiration became such a guide for not only how I lived in India, but also what I dreamed of for the rest of my life. So while it was, <clears throat> um, you know, much like most kids in India during that time, it was um, sort of, you know, being told to be a doctor, an engineer, and choosing the traditional paths. Um, I always had a very strong creative side along with my analytical side. So there was a part of me that always wanted some platform for self-expression, either as an author or a speaker, I, I wanted to have influence. Um, I just quite didn't know how to get there, but I always kept that collage in my mind. And I knew that no matter what path I take, the reason for choosing that path has to be about creating impact. And that's basically what my years were like. So I remember you telling me about how um, you know, your your mom is like a serial entrepreneur, you know, and she has a huge influence on, on how, you know, she's a huge role model for you. And um, so did your, even though that expectation of, you know, doctor engineer or anything, um, how did your mom, you know, watching your mom, how did that impact what you're doing like right now or seeing, how, how has that impacted you? Yeah, well, my mom, uh, just as my dad has been an inspiration, my mom too, because she was so unlike a, a lot of the moms I saw in the neighborhood, you know, like the place where I grew up, most of the women were, you know, stay at home moms, and my mom was different. And so there was a part of me as a child thinking, why can't I have my mom's attention 24 seven? <laughs> but she was busy building her business and, you know, following her ambition. But on the flip side, the thing I got to learn and from her and see upfront and um, personal was just her hard work, her resilience, her tenacity, and sheer grit. I mean, you know, now looking back, you know, I've learned so many stories about the things that mom went through. She talks about the number of times she was near bankruptcy or took a big risk and it didn't pan out. And I never saw her even flinch remotely in terms of following her dream. She followed her North Star. She had total clarity about what she wanted to do, why it mattered to her. And she was absolutely courageous and relentless in pursuing that and kept adapting and getting better over and over again. Um, and to see that, you know, at close quarters really taught me the meaning of entrepreneurship. And what I learned from my mother is that entrepreneurship isn't about the business you're building or the revenue or the profit your business makes. Entrepreneurship is a journey of self-discovery and it's the path to continuously leveling up. And it's more about what it teaches you of who you are and what you can become and your belief in that, that ends up yielding the results from your business. And that has been such an incredible 
guideline for me in my entrepreneurial journey to be keep that template in mind that even when I have gone through ups and downs or struggled, I knew that at the end of the day, it wasn't about the PL. It was about, you know, who am I choosing to be and how, what obstacles am I willing to overcome and continuing to be tenacious throughout that. She must be so proud of you. <laughs> she <is>. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, so then uh, you came to the U.S. to study and then, you know, you stayed on, you worked and then you built your business, but it has not been an easy journey for you. And you've done, you've gone through a lot and, you know, you've come out of it, you know, uh, stronger. So tell me a little bit about that initial, your initial uh, journey into the U.S. How is that like? Yeah, I think my life has really unfolded in uh, different chapters for every decade. (laughs) (laughs) It seems to represent something, uh, both in terms of the ups and the downs, but each time it's caused me to level up significantly, you know, in some shape or form. And what makes me realize is how often we overestimate what is possible in a year, but we underestimate what is possible in a decade. And if you keep that long-term vision in mind and you know your North Star, just like my mom did about her life, the journey may not unfold as you hoped for or planned for, but if you stay focused on that North Star, you'll eventually get there. And so for me, that going back to that collage, that dream of that, uh, you know, creating impact and making a difference was such a, a huge influence that when I first came to the U.S., you know, it wasn't easy as an immigrant and being different and all of that to find my way. But eventually I did well in my corporate career. And that was sort of chapter one. But in 2008, I lost everything uh, due to a series of circumstances, including losing my partner to suicide. And it was a very tragic experience. But through that tragedy, there was a different version of me that emerged that became the next 10 years of my life of, you know, following, um, you know, leaving my corporate job, starting my entrepreneurial career, building up a business that became in the top, you know, women-owned businesses worldwide and getting tons of Um, recognition and opportunities as a result of that to then realizing, you know what, that's not the path I want for the next decade of my life and reinventing completely from there. Um, Because as much as my business had become successful, I was also suffering burnout and dealing with a lot of health issues. And I reached another decision point to say, you know, do I want to keep going the way it is or do I want to radically reinvent and make choices that will shape my future, not keep me held back in the way I was in the past? And so uh, I made another decision that is now the third decade that I'm into and creating something now. And through each of those, I look at it as a portal into the next version of yourself that can emerge from it. So each time you face an obstacle, if you simply remember that the obstacle is the pathway to the opportunity for who you can become, how you can grow and what you can create in the world, then you'll be less concerned about the obstacle and more excited about the opportunity that comes from that. And I think that mindset has been really powerful that every time I face a challenge now, my reaction is, wow, great, bring it on. Like, what can I create from this? What's going to come next? So I get excited about what's possible afterwards. And that's been an incredibly powerful mindset to have that helps you overcome the challenges, but also allows you to see what's possible. That's, uh, that's actually very powerful when you think about it like that. Um, 
So you also be bigger than your problems. That's true. It (laughs) it does. It really does. Your opportunity has to be bigger than your problem. And it's a stepping stone, right? Um, So now you also have a book that you uh, wrote during your time of reflection. So how did, how, how did that all come about? Well, originally, um, after I started winning a ton of entrepreneurial awards, um, you know, I kept getting invited to speak at various events. And um, every time I would share a story or a strategy, I'd get incredible reaction from the audience. And I realized there was so much hunger to sort of figure out how to do this, that people didn't just want a lean back experience of a motivational speaker who says amazing things, and then they go back to their usual lives. I wanted to give a more practical guide to say, lean in to what is possible instead of lean back and wait for someone to motivate you. And so that's where, you know, what were speeches and blogs eventually became the foundation for the book to realize that, you know, this book is an opportunity for me to reach people around the world and to codify my own thinking and the principles I'd lived by that had given me a platform for success, but frankly accelerated my success. You know, it was sort of before I knew how to do it this way, I was in the slow lane. Mm -hmm. The usual sort of, here's, you know, a great job. I'm going to work really hard at it. And if I do well, I get my 3% raise and I, maybe I make my bonus and maybe I'll get promoted in some time kind of chasing, you know, that rat race. And then suddenly I had a whole different level of insight and learnings. And when I started to apply those strategies and that kind of mindset, my success became exponential. Suddenly things were, uh, you know, uh, so much easier and effortless. And I started to attract opportunities instead of chasing them. Mm -hmm. And the more I did that, the more it multiplied. And that's what I was sharing with people in speeches. And I realized that is so powerful because if more people simply knew how to get to that exponential result effortlessly, people's lives would be better. And you wouldn't have to feel stuck. You wouldn't have to feel like you're doomed into this lower level of existence that there's a better future, a bigger opportunity out there. And that was really um, you know, the idea behind the book. And I've been uh, so thrilled with the reaction of people around the world and the messages I keep getting from that. And then the book also became the foundation of everything I've done ever since. Actually, you know, I remember when I, when I first met you and you to- told me about the book and you were like, everything is like, you can make it 10 times more than what you did today. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how that's even possible. And then I did read your book and I was like, and you're right. It is the mindset. The moment you start opening up that window and you start thinking in a different way, it's a paradigm shift. And then right. suddenly the whole world opens up. And you're like, oh my God, what am I doing sitting in this tiny little box over here? I can do so many things. So when you shift your perspective, it becomes impossible to keep living in an area or definition of yourself. It you can't go back. It's like you can't go back. Go back. And it feels meaningless at that point. And so what it takes to shift your thinking and open up your mind into that uh, is really what the book is about, is um, people assume that to do more or to have more impact or to make more money, I'm just going to have to put in more hours. And that's the wrong 
connection because that's not what it's about. It's because that's linear thinking to say, if it takes me you know, 60 hours a week to do this job and to make this much money, and if I want to do five times better, I'm gonna to have to work five times harder. That's not true at all. You have to do completely different things to get those kind of results and you just have to figure out how. Yep, yep, I completely agree. Um, and I am so proud of where you are today. You know, I, I know you are like, I know your mom is really proud and I'm watching <laughs> you and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited for her. So, and you have transcended so much, you know, you're a woman, you're immigrant, brown, lesbian, you know, you had your share of tragedies, having all that experience behind you, having gone through so much what would you want to tell others, you know, especially those who are marginalized and who want to follow their dreams? What, what advice would you want to give them? Quite simply, it's follow your dreams, but take action every day. You know, I think we talk a lot about dream big and, you know, do something you're passionate about, but oftentimes the dream remains a dream and you don't take enough action. And what I found is just take that one step every day will get you towards that. And all it comes down to is making a decision. And I truly believe decisions define your destiny. So the day you decide that I'm not willing to live small is the day your life becomes big. The day you decide that, you know what, I'm going to stop dreaming about building a business. I'm just going to do it. The day you decide is the day you become an entrepreneur. Right? The day you decide that I don't want to live a small life, I want to travel the world, that's the day you start doing. So decisions and actions matter more than just the dream. And it's just keeping that in mind that everything I've achieved came as a result of simply making the decision that I didn't want to be defined by the way the world put me in various boxes or categories. I just wanted to decide what was you know, my dream and what actions I'm going to take. And uh, the other part of it is, um, you know, there was a time in my early days in America where I was so concerned about all of the sort of boxes of diversity that I checked, you know, that I was not six feet tall, that I was not white, that I was not male, that I was not straight, I was not American and all of that. And I saw it as a limitation when I discovered that, that the whole world is trying so hard to stand out, everybody in the world is trying hard to stand out, that I was lucky because I was already different and standing out. So the things that make me different are actually a natural competitive advantage, not something that is some kind of limitation or a constraint. So whatever your profile is, whoever you are, Use it to your advantage, be authentic, focus on that dream, but make a decision whether you want to keep dreaming or you want to start doing. Nice. Yeah, that's so that is so true, especially in today's in today's environment. You know, stand up and speak your truth because yeah. that's what makes you uh, stand out. So looking back, you know, knowing what you know now, what would you have told your younger self? Dream bigger. Dream bigger dream bigger. So one of my daily practices for many, many years has been, uh, you know, writing in my journal. Um, I've got years of journals now. And 
um, there's a certain pattern I discovered that I would have a certain dream and I would write it down. And at the time that I was writing that down, it felt impossible, felt so far away. It felt like, you know, this does not reflect my reality today at all, but it's a dream and it's a dream I'm nurturing. And I've decided to step into that dream and I've decided to take action. And now every day I'm taking action. And then as I'm taking the action, sometimes the dream felt even further away. It's like, gosh, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm getting nowhere close to that uh, North Star. And that's when your motivation sort of dips and you start to question everything. But journaling has helped me stay on track and not lose sight of that dream. And what I would discover over time is looking back on previous pages, I'd look at that and say, wow, I remember how impossible that felt, but I've already done 10 times more than that. And then I'd look at another dream and say, I remember how I thought that would take me 10 years to get there. I got there in three, right? So the size of our dreams either pulls us up to chase them and motivates us or, you know, causes us to think less of ourselves. And in hindsight, you know, I would have told my younger self, dream really big and then dream even bigger and then dream even bigger because it'll change your strategies. It'll lift you up. And at some point those dreams do come true. So you might as well aim for the highest. Yeah. I, I I totally agree to the whole journaling thing. You know, writing it down is very powerful. And I've noticed when you go back and you look at it, like, oh my God, I actually wrote this down. Look where I am today. When you look back, like you said, you underestimate how much you can do, you know, in a in a decade. And they're like, whoa, this is awesome. It's an incredible way of even cataloging your life because True. memories uh, are limited to only the big highlights, right? Like mm-hmm. the big, you know, positive or negative experiences. And you lose sight of what it felt like on a boring Thursday morning, you know, from 12 years ago. I don't remember, Mm -hmm. but being able to go back and see that and see how much you've evolved. It's also evidence of success because confidence is one of the big differentiators for whether people go after something they want or get what they deserve. But confidence is simply built on evidence of success. And so journaling is a great way of creating evidence for yourself and your mind to say, look, I have evidence that when I've taken action, I've had success. Or I have evidence that no matter how big my dreams seemed at one point, they have come true. And so it allows you to do even more of that. That's awesome. Now, I, and I, I totally agree. That, that is very powerful. So now you have a podcast and you have a coaching program, you have a thriving business, you know, helping women. Um, you know, develop leaders. So what, can you tell me a little bit more about that? Sure. Yeah. So um, after the success of the book, I realized how huge the need was globally for women to find a pathway to advance in leadership or achieve their dreams. And as I looked at the traditional learning and development industry or the training industry or even the coaching industry, it seemed very archaic. Um, and coming, my background is in technology and innovation. And um, as I looked at the solutions that were available, they're all mom and pop shops, they're individual experts, um, but there was nothing designed for scale, nothing designed for the digital age and nothing that was measurable in a way that uh, created you know, uh, results for organizations. And so that led me to create Beyond Barriers, which is 
um, our platform for leadership development, specifically for women uh, in the workplace. And I like to think of it like the Peloton for professional development. And through our platform, we are creating employment opportunities for women that want to be coaches. And we're creating leadership development opportunities for women in large organizations that want to advance in their careers. And we're building communities of women that can level up together. So at the end of the day, you know, what we've done is democratize access. Um, anyone who's been successful knows that a big part of that success came from access, access to the right relationships, the right knowledge, the right opportunities. And that's what we're facilitating because um, if more women could have access to the right knowledge, the right coaching, and the you know, right networks at critical stages of the career, you would grow the leadership pipeline. And instead of having just 2% women at the top, you could make that double digits. And so that's really our mission is to accelerate women in leadership. And my vision is to touch a million women worldwide. And um, that's why we're taking a totally digital approach to solving this problem at scale. That is awesome. That is extremely powerful. So thank you. Um, thank you so much, Nikki, for taking the time today. I am really excited to see where you're taking your company and how you're going to help a million women worldwide. So thank you. Excited to be there. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. Just remember, you could be one story away from being inspired.